that's Mike. <laughs> that's Toya. And this, and this is, is Tech Beats and Bites. Sorry, all for the technical difficulties. We switched over to a new soundboard, so things just have to start working together. Uh, that's all I can say at this point. <laughs> it just is what it is. Right. So, Toya, what's going on? How are you doing today? I'm living up this Wednesday. How you doing? I am doing great. Doing mm-hmm. great. Got a lot to talk about as, as always. always. As always. <laughs> Nothing new, y'all. <laughs> Hope y'all are doing well out there. Uh, but is there anything interesting that we need to talk about? Did, did, did somebody call you? Did somebody say something that we need to discuss? They did. What happened? So Ken of Figures Wireless reached out to me expressing that he had some exciting news that they wanted to share with the public. So we were like, what better place to do it than on Tech Beats and Bites? Right, right. So this is what they got. Okay. Go Uh, ahead. Don't tell. (laughs) So if you guys don't know, uh, it's a young man by the name of Freddie Figures. uh, Freddie Figures, Figures Wireless Communication is one of the two only full minority owned companies in the telecommunication world. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're a developer of their own products. They have a 4K TV coming out. They have their own Airbus coming out. And they, of course, have their own phone. So right now, um, they have a phone that's coming out that is their F3. Uh, it'll be available for sign up tomorrow and it's named the company itself as you know is named after the founder so the F3 is on an Android platform uh, so a lot comparable to a Galaxy or a Note but mm-hmm. with a lot of upgraded features and if you order the phone it should arrive in two weeks to a month um, but you can go ahead and sign up at figures.com forward slash F3 that's figures.com forward slash F3 so yep. you're going to get one toy and real quick oh. it's an affordable option yeah. So the phone is only four fifty. So for everybody who be like, ah, it's a good price, price for a phone. Great price for a phone. They have plans that range from forty dollars, sixty dollars, up to four lines for one hundred and twenty dollars. So yeah. So do you know? Because I know you spoke to him directly. Do you know if they have sort of like where you can pay in installments? Like how with the app, you know, with the iPhone. You I don't know. Like pay I think monthly? if you ain't got four fifty up front for a phone, you probably just don't need to upgrade. I'm just saying. But still, some people may want to know. <laughs> If they can't do it on a monthly rolling basis. I don't know. I didn't get that far because I'm going to be paying cash. Well, look into it, y'all. That is figures.com, F-I-G-G-E-R-S.com forward slash F3. Okay. Hold on. So we were saying Latoya's mic isn't working. Do we? Oh, you got to lean it forward a little bit. Let's go right There you go. There we go. Hello. Is that better? Yeah, that should be better. Okay. Don't worry, we got new mics coming too. We upgrading y'all. Just hang tight, hang tight. All right, so getting back into it, uh, View Pulse. Uh, mm-hmm. View Pulse is a Boca Raton-based startup that is black-owned. Um, they just secured 1.25 million in a Series A funding round, led by Tampa-based uh, Florida founders and Sarasota-based Bridge Angel investors. Uh, Vupal's technology uses machine learning to provide companies with intelligence for digital marketing and advertising campaigns through their intelligent URLs that are send consumers directly to the preferred place to buy products. Its clients include U.S. Weekly and Men's Journal. That's exciting. Intelligent URLs. Yeah, that was interesting. But I'm wondering, are the URLs actually intelligent or is it just strategic wording within the URL? Right. Uh, it's probably more so the technology behind the URLs. Right. And so the way that they can track. And then what the URLs inform the brands that are using them. So I would love to see that dashboard. So we I can use some too. intelligent I, URLs on our products. I know, right? But if they just got $1.25 million in funding, that sounds like it might be out of our price range of, of stuff to be trying now. <laughs> we, got, we gave y'all a shout out. Give us a, a free 60-month trial. <laughs> Not even 60 days. Give us just 60 months. Give us right. the whole five years. Nobody trying to pay for that stuff. It's, it sounds dope, though. But That's what's up. His name, um, I forgot. I think it's Ken Hill was his name. Okay. Yeah, so you guys should look him up. Shout out, View Pulse. We see you. Yeah, so we're going to try to get him on the show. I think that's somebody we can talk to. That would be a good in, conversation. Yeah, he is in Boca. That's not too far from yeah, Come on down. All right. So the skinny T is lying to you. Um, so Really? <laughs> First, have you ever have you ever tried skinny tea? Not no. not the Jamaican root skinny tea where you just drink that stuff that somebody grandma made. No, I've not bought the skinny teas that are sold online. 
I did get talked into buying this quote unquote skinny tea formula <laughs> at the grocery store. So you but got I barely drank it. And I wanted it because it had like coconut in it. The flavors were good. I did not buy it thinking that the tea you was going to make me skinny. skinny. I didn't think the tea would make me skinny. Okay, so, <laughs> so we talked about this before. I just did you get MLM'd or was it like a No, no, no. This was a brand <laughs> okay. that was sold in the grocery store. <laughs> and they had a skinny tea blend that was supposed to like help you with some stuff. Like I said, I wanted it because of the flavors of the tea. We're gonna do a show one day called the Horror Stories of MLM, because me and Latoya have been kind. And as as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs do not like MLMs. We just don't. It's just a lot of extra work. <laughs> No. So but Senator Blumenthal is calling for an FTC investigation into the sale of dangerous detox teas mm. on social media. Mm. Detox tea companies pay influencers to lie and to <laughs> post photos and stories on their social media accounts to make their products. The teas have been criticized for adverse health effects. Mm. Uh, many of these teas use diuretics, laxatives, diuretics, laxatives, and a range of stimulants that, like caffeine, we just drink coffee and poop a lot oh. <laughs> oh just go get your colon cleanse if you worry about that um to induce weight loss the drinks can cause dehydration diarrhea and upset stomachs coffee um a <laughs> basically a long period of use can lead to potassium deficiencies pooping a lot in a consumer's blood uh do you think the post for teas and similar products should include long disclaimers? You know, like how they do. Yeah, with, drugs? with the pharmaceuticals. Absolutely. And so I is that like too. is that one extended hashtag? Visit our website for all of our health disclosures. Like we might be killing you, but you're gonna look Listen, good, sis. I don't know. I just think you know, you have to be careful with the stuff <laughs> on social media. Just because it's there doesn't mean it's true and that it's healthy for you. Like Social media is the wild, wild west of advertising. There's really no regulation. Anybody can buy an ad. Like, it's the easiest place to buy an ad. There's no regulation. So don't believe it just because you see it on your Instagram feed. And I know a lot of people might be thinking, like, why are we bringing tea to Tech Beats and Bites? You got to understand how technology is changing things. Like, the information yeah. just gets out there so fast. So somebody might have gotten liposuction, the what is that now the cool liposuction where they freezing your fat cells oh and yeah they might be going through all these different things and they're telling you oh i lost weight because of this tea like it's very hard to regulate what somebody's posting i mean we right. couldn't they control could be using a, a serious waist trainer <laughs> yeah we couldn't control an election you think they control an advertisement not at all just think, not at all i mean just think about that just I mean, Russia. It was Russia. Like, right. we don't like Russia. So, And you got to be careful what you put in your body. Like, And what's interesting is that I believe there was probably like a Netflix documentary. You know, Netflix got a documentary on everything. Everything. But they were talking about how supplements Ooh, that would don't be even funny. have. Just type a random word and see what kind of documentary show up <laughs> right. on Netflix. But how <laughs> supplements don't have the same like FTC regulation or sort of control as other drugs. So you really don't quite know what's in them and if they're safe for you so just because it's quote unquote healthy like or just because you're a skinny influencer that was already skinny before she started drinking the tea listen i never bought into that skinny tea thing i was like side i i don't know i don't know you first of all a tea ain't gonna make you skinny just go to the gym and quit eating cheesecake in the right. middle of the night It'll work out for you. But diet fads are so huge, like the keto thing. And now you have so many physicians coming out like, don't do keto. Yeah, well, I never understood the keto thing, but I'm just assuming eat more salads, eat less meat late at night, and just eat healthier. And, and go drink to the water. Yeah, drink water. Yeah, decrease alcohol consumption. Listen. Stay off of Facebook. I heard Beer you can lose weight. Serious. <laughs> Speaking of, we ain't got no beer. <laughs> that was that was my aunt. <laughs> Well, what's Even though, going like on? I said, leads to a beer belly. <laughs> we ain't got no beer. I know. It's going to be a long show, y'all. We ain't got no beer. Um, womp, womp. IKEA's venturing <laughs> into tech. IKEA's partnering with prosthetics company Unique and esports company Area Academy to mm. create a line of accessories for gamers. This is pretty dope. Yeah, that's fun. The 3D printed line called... Up Coppola. <laughs> Up Coppola. You... Coppola, <laughs> which means online. It's meant to provide custom-made fits go, for oh. gamers, including those <laughs> with mobility issues. I'm here for IKEA. They've been doing a lot of innovation lately. 
I'm here for IKEA, but I just need different pathways to get to my products. I'm tired of no. walking through the whole damn store to get my. You gotta I mean, go it's the great whole marketing. Stroll along. Oh. And then, like, it's not like you can shortcut it and go back to the front because you still gotta walk through like a whole different maze to check out. Yeah, they want you to stroll along. Stroll along and see what else you could put in your buggy. But what I do need, I need IKEA to partner up with Whole Foods for the food part because the food in IKEA. That that crusty pizza y'all got is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you mean in the cafeteria yeah, or that, that cafeteria package? Yeah, the the cafeteria. I know a couple that went to IKEA for their Valentine's Day dinner because they were just huge fans of IKEA's food. No shade. Were they black? No. Okay. No, no shade at all. I just thought it was interesting because some people really love it. Some people are huge into the whole Ikea experience. We should get Brian Burkeen to go there because I bet you they have macaroni salad with tuna. <laughs> shade. <laughs> I said no shade. That was shade all day, y'all. That was shade all day. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. That's, that's going to be forever your joke. I'm going to get a shirt that says that for him. Save macaroni with tuna. Yep. Um, the first prototypes in the app to measure behind the biometrics were revealed by Democratic Design Days, so their annual product conference. So they've only released the preview of keycaps, mouse bungees, and wristbands, but other prototypes have included desk support, chairs, and tables, and the line launches in 2020. Oh, that's exciting. Y'all, look out for that. Listen, gaming is it. If you're looking for a new space to create a business... I'm just wondering, like, that's maybe a good like idea. the parents, my our parents that are like maybe just a little bit younger than us, or maybe just a little bit older, mm-hmm. that were always sitting around. You can't just sit around and play video games all day. You can't make a living off that. You need to get out there and do something with your life. How they feel about the kids that's now making hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars for literally playing video, video games. games? Listen, I'm here for it. That's why it's always good to follow what you're passionate about. Or at least some sort of way it will lead to money. Some way. Even if it's just a side hustle. Don't give up on your passion points. I mean, and on top of that, do research. Find out the trends. Don't just assume something can't make money because some of the most weirdest things make a lot of money. I mean, people in California and New York are paying for people to cuddle. They even had it on Billions where they bought in a professional cuddler. So it wasn't a psychotherapist, just somebody to hold. It was Wags. If you watch Billion, mm. Wags is the right-hand man for Axe for Capital. Mm-hmm. And Wags was going through something. and He needed a hug. So, you know, he's sitting there talking. Axe is talking to him like, I'm about to bring in something great for you. So everybody else is kind of thinking it's going to be an escort or something. Right. And so they go into the room and... Like, oh, uh, that's not an ideal place for that because they're thinking it's an escort. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what we're about to do is going to hurt you and you're probably going to say and do and go through some things you never thought you would experience before. So you're thinking it's about to get wild and crazy. Right. No. She takes off her jacket. She gives him a hug and he just starts bawling and crying. <laughs> but now, now that we've gotten to that topic, it just kind of made me think of something. This kind of goes and it was actually funny and you think about the whole aspect of professional cuddling mm-hmm. but I actually appreciate it because it was touching on the sensitivity of men actually communicating their emotions and not yeah. trying to bottle, bottle up stuff yep. and the fact that he needed to cry and it's actually something for entrepreneurs to think about mm-hmm. especially people in tech um, and people that are just inventing he needed to cry to reset Listen, a good cry can do um, some major things it's a good cry a good gym workout and taking your phone and putting it in a drawer or dresser or something. And sometimes you can't get away with the whole day. I understand that. But a good solid eight hours yeah. of just no electronic devices that can communicate back to you. A good nap. Yes. Oh, man. Goes a long way. What would be dope with the professional colors is that they wore like some really fun, cozy pajamas and they just felt like a good, warm blanket. So you now you that. want to do slumber parties. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you, you got to come for the experience. That could be an upsell, right? So you could get four me months as from is. now. Somebody gonna have that as a business, right? Plus five dollars, I'll wear a cuddly blanket. Hold on, didn't that, didn't that black woman die at a slumber party in Atlanta? I don't know. What that went real morbid, <laughs> real quick. They was doing a sleepover, and the black woman got pushed out a window or something. Wow. 
If y'all heard about that, go ahead and comment below. Let us. I'll find the story for you. I'm telling you the truth. I ain't yeah. gonna do it right now. Somebody, uh, uh, AP Daniel Hall, find that um, story about the black lady that was doing the sleepover that got killed. But anyway, back to Cully Pajamas. So that could be an upsell. <laughs> okay. And then maybe for $10, you, you get Cully pajamas? pajamas and music. Like, create a whole experience. You just keep upselling. Latoya is just about to start doing professional slumber parties. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Just call it adult slumber. Yeah. I like that. I want like 5%. So, <laughs> block analytics. So, this is going to be very interesting. Although I no longer use this platform, I am a avid Chrome and Opera user. Firefox will block thousands of web trackers by default, protecting users from website analytics companies and advertisers. Mm. Well, see, Chrome and Opera already has ad blockers and VPNs built directly. Well, Opera has a VPN built directly into it. The change should speed up the browser and keep users' web habits more private. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Mozilla, <laughs> Mozilla's block isn't as strict as Apple's Safari browser, which blocks all third-party trackers by default. Another reason why you don't use Firefox, especially not to download illegal music. Um, <laughs> we used to get all kind of leathers from. Rather than just known trackers collected on a blacklist. Uh, tracker blocking will be on default for all new uh, Firefox users as of June 4th. So it should be in effect as of now if you mm -hmm. are on Firefox. And will become the default for everybody already using it in the upcoming months. If you already use Firefox and want to begin using the features now, it can be turned on manually in your settings. Um, Google has only just started testing features that can limit tracking. Is new development detrimental to marketing and data analytics or will be a minor setback created? So as I was reading this, the first thing I was thinking is mm -hmm. how much does this affect people that were already illegal collecting data for uh, data targeting and doing direct yeah. targeting ads? Um, we're going to get into that a little bit later with the power of the alphabet, but we do marketing toy. How much do you think it's going to affect you? Uh, I use a legal way to track my data. <laughs> so um, we're not spying on y'all. I promise we're not collecting your stuff without you knowing. Um, I just think it, it speaks to sort of the push for more regulation and standards across the web when especially when you're talking about privacy and all that good stuff it, we were just talking about the whole russian hack you know what i mean there are things that need to be put in place to protect people you got countries completely shutting down websites like cnn because they don't want to hear from y'all so you know you gotta think about that as well as as we talked about last week um i've definitely reached out to my father you got a lot of cities now that are in panic because of what happened in baltimore yeah you know cybersecurity. so data you got to understand collecting data and I, I, we apologize for the more intermediate and advanced people. But some of the people that watch our show, watch our show to learn. Um, the biggest thing about when people are illegally collecting data, that means that data is also just opening up another port that's subjected into being hacked. So when mm -hmm. you're collecting data, you're opening up ports of entries for hackers to take information, which is where your security breaches come from. So turning on ad blockers and protecting data, you're not just turning on something to uh, stop the annoying pop-ups and all that stuff. You're actually protecting your assets. Your assets are any electronical device that's connected to your network when you're at home that controls data. So don't think you're just popping up and you're stopping ads. You're actually protecting assets within your home. Because I'm saying next, somebody going to have your house on fire because they're going to be hacking into your Nest system, <laughs> digital thermostat. So. <laughs> right. So we made it this far through the show without a sip, and that was painful. So <laughs> if we can, grab these drinks real quick. What are we drinking today, sir? All right. All right. This is unknown. This is the unknown. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to unknown mysteries. That we're drinking. And we just talked about that. Consuming things you don't know what it is. Dying <laughs> of great beer. It sounds tastes like the IPA. Mm-hmm. Toya, I was so mad I was talking to somebody yesterday. Oh, wow. And they were talking about where I was born and where I live. And as the missus always like to say, you're not from Alabama. I went back to Alabama every weekend and I grew up there for five years. I'm still a country boy. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a city called Bruton. Beer was just meant for me. Own it. Roll Tide. So I'm, I'm going to find a way to go. Bruton, I'm coming home to open up a brewery. Bruton oh, be Brewery dope. called Brew Brew. 
Nah. Y'all better just take timeline over there. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna do Bruton Brewery, but I'm just gonna start having I'm a Bruton boy and I'm just gonna brew real big. That's fun. How many people live in your hometown? Maybe. What's the population size? Some thousands. Oh y'all got a stoplight? Really? <laughs> <laughs> don't act like they're not country towns that don't have a stoplight. Let's not. <laughs> we we have about Five or seven of them. See, look. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do remember now. Uh-huh. I do remember when um, Walmart came. Ooh, big it was, news! It was a thing. Like y'all was uh, living it up. And then we got a super Walmart. Ooh, living la vida loca. My grandma actually stayed. My grandma and my great grandmother uh-huh. stays right behind the super Walmart. Oh, that that's easy access. Yeah. Never go in there though, but. <laughs> I hate the Walmart down here. I got to go there to get my medication today. <laughs> so, um. Oh, y'all better check out the sound effects. We we experiment today. Y'all yeah. getting all the goods. New boards, new boards. So, by the way, to go back to some previous, in February, 40-year-old mother of five, uh, Tamia or Tamala Harsford's death at an adult sleepover mm. in Forsyth County was ruled as an accident. Toxology reports show alcohol and Xanax in her system. Wow. Party goers claim they went to bed and Tamala was drinking by herself on a balcony when she must have fell. She was found face down in the backyard on November 4th. Jesus. So, That's insane. Toya, if you're going to do your adult sleepovers, <laughs> control the liquor, lock the doors and the windows like we do with adults, and no drugs. Right. But we're sorry about her death. No, that's insane. In that's peace. not a joke at all. But I, it almost reminded me of, um, and I didn't watch the show, but what is it called? Big Little Lies? What's the show on HBO? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't get into that because I, the the back and forth of, but yeah. So is that a good show? I don't know. But the, when you were telling the story, because it's like she was out there by herself. And Did something like that happen to Big Little Lies? I don't know. But it just feels like it could be like, a oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's the story we going with. We sticking with it. Oh, I said okay. AP, AP Daniel, you showing out today? Um, per the 2010 census, <laughs> Bruton had a population of 5,408. Oh, y'all better be growing. Almost 10k. <laughs> <laughs> Wait up. That's right. You go back bring your brewery. That's gonna bring more people. First and of you all, can start a whole thing like what happened in um, I can make enough Louisville, beer. Kentucky give everybody some beer. Yeah. It's a lot of historic buildings there, though. You could create a whole, like, backyard BBQ thing. No, I can't even tell you. Y'all downtown. But you know, we was known for trains and paper mills, so a junction would be good there. Right. My great-grandmother grew right up by a track. Her house was there. Right, and then you could have a juke joint outside. I mean, that's all we have is juke joints. <laughs> still have juke joints. What you mean, like, I could have one? I'm saying you you upgraded. You Shout attached out. to the junction. Upgrade a juke joint. Experience. Shout out to DJ Gump. That's my uncle. That's a DJ there. Uh-huh. Listen, yeah. you got the music right now. I mean, I got music, a... beer, food. That's all you need. The water is good. There's. I know they got some good barbecue too. Oh man, in the in the, in the hometown. That's why I'm telling you those half barrels, the the big oil drums that mm-hmm. you clean out and you burn them and you put just a little wire right. fence. You over. know firsthand. Oh yeah, that's what my granddad. Childhood. Was. See, Alicia. <laughs> uh, so tech and legislation. So first of all, I'm not going to get into the legislation part, but they are supposed to, because I couldn't get all the details, they're supposed mm-hmm. to be passing a legislation that if you shoot somebody that's unarmed, you're automatically prosecuted um, or you suffer some consequences. Come with it. I think that is great. But then I, I was just, I was excited and then I immediately got sad because it's come Why? down to this. There's now an app, it's called Police. And it monitors police interaction so you have a record of what happened. As I scroll to find it in the app. I know, right? Add it. So there's this thing now where you already have these shortcuts on your iPhone that you can basically do what would be called commands or actions, uh, kind of like programming without programming. Uh-huh. And so when you say, Siri, I'm getting pulled over, the shortcuts for the iPhones can automatically record the police um, interaction. So in shortcuts, it's just a little bit of logic and know-how. So you can do shortcuts, by the way. So guys, if you are 
trying to use your iPhone, you should look into it. There's these things called shortcuts on your iPhone that you can make this happen. But mm -hmm. police has already put the shortcuts together for you. So uh, once shortcuts is open and installed and configured, you basically you say, hey, Siri, I'm getting pulled over. Mm. I don't know what that means. If you like, I can search the web for I'm gonna need you to turn Siri off when we start doing take me some advice because that's the second time Siri done chimed in on the so, show. So uh, then the program pauses music that you may be playing, turns down the brightness <clears throat> on the iPhone, mm -hmm. turns on the do not disturb mode, sends mm -hmm. a quick text to a predetermined contact, emergency contact to tell people. them that you have been pulled over, mm -hmm. starts recording, uses the iPhone's front-facing camera. Once you stop recording, it can text or email the video to a different predetermined contact and save it to Dropbox. Ooh, I'm here for it. And what I love about it is that it can all happen without you touching your phone. Right. Like, it's just voice command. So you know you want to keep your hands visible so you can do that, trickle in that whole chain of commands based off of saying, hey, Siri. So as long as your phone is properly placed, and even if you can't get all the video, at least you get the audio. But listen, so I typed in police in the app store and it's not coming up. I see a whole bunch of games. I see some police sirens. Well, I have the link. I'm about to post the link from yeah, Business Insider so somebody else can find it. So one of our associate producers that are out there, if you can find the link for the app called Police. Appreciate it. But that'll be great. Yes, Siri is always listening. That is very true. <laughs> always. So something about the alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. This is when you call. It's, it's like almost a form of nepotism to me. Yeah. Um, so Apple has asked its developers to place this login button above Facebook and Google. I, I'm not even going to say it's nepotism. Apple, I understand. You want to be so perfect. You want the logins to come in alphabetical order. So A comes first. A, F, then G. But Apple Inc. will ask its developers to position the sign-on with Apple, which I'm very excited about because we already know Apple don't like sharing data or information with anybody. Button on the iPhone and iPad apps uh, above rival buttons from Alphabet Inks and Facebook Inc. according to design guidelines that were released this week. Mm. So, you know, guys, when you normally have, you can create an account with right. Facebook or Google, you're not going to be able to do it with your, I yep. guess it'd be your Apple ID, ID. Mm -hmm. because it was normally attached to like a Apple's iTunes and your iCloud, which I, I actually, I'm, Honestly excited about this. I'm very excited. Um, Apple unveiled its login button on Monday, emphasizing users' privacy and also introducing a feature that randomly generates an in a email address to avoid revealing the person's true email. Mm. When I tell y'all Apple is shutting y'all down, <laughs> Apple ain't giving up nothing. But on top of Apple not giving up nothing, that Mac Pro, that new monitor, the iPad OS... I just hope everybody has started purchasing their Apple stock while it's down about 11% right now because I think they're coming back with some pure heat. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I haven't been excited in a long iPad time. iPad can now be used as a second screen. I'm yeah. hype about that one. That MacBook Pro price, y'all could keep it. <laughs> I just bought my Air, so I'm good right now. I won't be buying that Mac but, Pro. It looks great, yeah. although it kind of looks like a trash can with a cheese grater. Not too sure, but the cooling features, the expandability features, mm -hmm. the fact that you'll be able to process in real time 8K and 4K video for these guys that have these red cameras. Right. Right. I hope y'all finally start learning how to use Adobe Premiere and other stuff and not be editing in Apple Clips and iMovie. Um, I think it's, it's, it's one of the first times in a while I've been excited about something Apple's done, but I will absolutely not be purchasing anything. <laughs> Listen, right, we're going to make my devices work with the new OS. But I think that's cool what they did about the sign-on with Apple because I've felt like, uh, I really don't want to sign on with my Facebook, but I don't feel like creating an account. Mm -hmm. And I just use Facebook just because, hey, if you know me, I'm not a huge Facebook user anyway. I'm more of an Instagram user. But either way, I think that's cool to have it associated with my Apple ID versus like a social media account. Because think about it, all of the websites that you've logged on with Facebook, if you were to delete your Facebook account, then what you got to do? You got to go in and create new IDs. But if you're an Apple user, for the most part, you're going to have your Apple ID for a long time. Okay. So the new Mac Pro, by the way, is coming in with a 20K price tag. That's an employee, people. 
somebody just gonna have to sit there and wait for. Wait, no, I thought it was like six grand. That's the that's that base six grand. Oh, you talking about the supermodel? Yeah, the one that does everything I described. So I don't want Uh. nobody thinking if they save up six k, they. But you still gotta understand, we're talking about six k for a computer with no monitor. (laughs) Right, that's a laptop. That's without the key. I don't even know if that comes with a keyboard. I still think you gotta buy the keyboard and the mouse separately, because Apple don't give you nothing as a bundle. Mm, they sure don't. Yes, yeah, all Shabon. of course you Shabon, gotta buy separately. That's twenty k. You get the. I mean, but I'm talking about twenty k with that's one point five terabytes worth of. Yeah, memory. that's the higher end. It's, that's truly made. Yeah, it's for gonna be used for the studios. You're not using that to. No, that's not an everyday. Edit use. some photos and put up some Instagram. Right, create <laughs> spreadsheets, <laughs> write a word doc. That's not what you need. Now, it's still a rival that a lot of your PCs can do that, but it's just up to you whether you want to get all your stuff hacked and stolen away from you. Still yeah. not a PC person. I like my little Apple universe. Don't work with it. So, interestingly in tech and kind of in business, uh, the Airbnb public and effects on the hotel. So, we do know Airbnb is preparing their IPO that should be soon to come. Uh, but Airbnb's impact, and this is just a short story, uh, Airbnb's impact on hotels performance in 10 major U.S. cities was able to determine the fast-growing company has influenced three key metrics, and you should guys pay attention to this. Room prices, hotel revenues, and occupancy rates. Although Airbnb was initially perceived to be a potential threat to economy hotels, that is defined in the bottom 20% in terms of average price. Mm-hmm. They found out that Airbnb is also a significant impact on the luxury segment, which is the top 15% of hotels. So hotelers should continue to fear Airbnb because you have millennials that are definitely traveling more, yep. but they're not going to pay those hotel rates. So I found that to be very interesting. Right. That's I mean, what industry disruption looks like. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just... Ritz Carlton, y'all gonna have to figure something out. Like, does the Ritz Carlton now start going to like people houses and outfitting the houses? Like, can my house be a W Airbnb? Because I really love those towels at the W. Right, but there is a concept called the Mint House in Miami, which What's is that? almost similar to what you're talking about. Like the W. It's a mix between like luxury Airbnb and a hotel, so you get sort of like two story apartment condo type spaces pretty affordable sleeps about six or so people but then it's also in a hotel so you have the pool you have staff you have full-on hotel accommodations but airbnb style living only way i could do airbnb is if i was like the people like only time i've ever stayed at airbnb was in cuba and atlanta only way i could personally do airbnb is if i just happen to own an apartment that i don't stay in frequently I don't understand people that do Airbnbs and houses they actually live in. I don't, I don't trust people. I don't even like people that much, but I definitely don't trust strangers that much to just have them up in my house. Yeah. I would like to do that. That would be an interesting documentary. Like, Oh, Airbnb hosts. Yeah. People. Like my experience is that, but it has to be the Airbnb hosts, not the ones that just have multiple properties. Right. It would have to be like a documentary on the Airbnb. I'm sure this is on Netflix somewhere too. <laughs> Uh-huh. Just Airbnb hosts that host people, but they actually live in the house. Like, how often has stuff gotten stolen? Like, did they start good friendships with people that they still keep in contact with? Like, what mm-hmm. was the experience like? Yeah, like, and I know some people, especially in, like, certain areas of Miami, some houses will have sort of like a an, an pool house kind of, and those become, like, the Airbnb-type apartments right. while they still live in the main house. So that's kind of doable, right? Because it's a controlled environment. Exactly, you're, you're not there. property. But to your point, just be like, all right, y'all, I'm going on a two-week vacation, so I'm going to open my house up to Airbnb and then come back. Mm -mm. So, Jordan Peele, you should do a movie called Host. (laughs) Oh, that'll be a good horror. And it's about a person that hosts people at Airbnbs, and they just keep killing them and stuff. (laughs) And then, like, one person finally figures out what's going on, and they have to figure out a way to escape. Mm-hmm. That almost reminds me of the movie that's out. Is it called Ma? Yeah, Ma, but yeah, we but, do one host and it'll be like right. a little bit different edge to it. Like somebody, no, they cool. get romantic 
and then the person like tries to escape from them. Mm-hmm. And then this person goes and hosts in another city and that person shows up again. And it's like a fatal attraction kind of thing. So they try to kill. Them. We should write this out. No, that could be a good like serial killer type yeah. type thing where you just quite can't quite figure it out. Like, yeah, because all they on? do is host at different houses on Airbnb. Mm, don't take it. We got it. Thank you. <laughs> One dude's too good for the yes. Airbnb marketing, but <laughs> everybody be scared as hell to say right. that. <laughs> right. Stocks go down. Sales decrease. Right, see if we can Thanks have, to Hollywood. I'm going to have to write that one up. That would be fun to make. Yeah, right. I think so. Now, this was in, I was very excited about this story. Uh-huh. Um, hashtag Black Twitter. If you don't know, there's an aspect of Black Twitter when some go down. Normally dictated when it's things in entertainment, like the Grammys, Emmys, you know, when people get too far beside themselves. <laughs> right, uh, Black Twitter come. Black Twitter come and they be on it. I do not officially know who's on the Black Twitter delegation, but I have definitely <laughs> chimed in on times when I felt like my services were needed. <laughs> but <laughs> Black Twitter uh, merges as a prolific online community connecting Black technologists to jobs, education, and community. So this is the part most people don't know. They mm-hmm. think they're just out there snapping. Um, the whole premise of Black, Twi- Black Tech, Tech Twitter, Twitter is to bring exposure to black people and technologies. Uh, this is from an article, said Athena. When companies say there's a pipeline problem, it's shocking to me because I've gathered this entire community that people continue to add themselves. I will be joining Black Tech Twitter. Right, hashtag. Um, in our Twitter API search query, we noticed that Black Tech Twitter hashtag was first used in 2015, but it didn't begin picking up steam until late December 2018 after Athena's tweet went viral. As of today, there are over 9,300 users and counting across the world that have engaged in some capacity by asking for job recommendations, assistance with finding resources for programming languages, or connecting for conference meetups and special events. Dope. You can read this full story at thepluggedaily.com. I was very excited about that. I mean, I, I do believe... With social media, some people do just use it for the social aspect, and we get caught up on our little stories with, like, mm-hmm. Instagram models and things of that nature. But there's a lot of good coming out of the use of certain strategic elements. Yeah, the creation of tribes and, like, true tribes, right? And that's why, too, you're seeing Facebook is really pushing Facebook groups. They had a whole commercial about a whole ad campaign about Facebook groups. We share to about 200, well, 150 groups with Tech Beast and Bites. So yeah. it's very strategic. So is there a natural hair group that you're a part of? Lots of them. Yes. How's that going for you? Um, Pretty good. I mean, we're starting to pick up in terms of actually accessing and tapping into the natural hair groups mm-hmm. on Facebook. Because, again, social media is a whole, whole full two jobs. Yeah. Unto itself. Yeah, um, so what? got to hire somebody for that part. It's, <laughs> Listen, it's serious. But I think what I plan to do, and a little tip, is to really sort of organize myself because some groups – have strict, strict rules in terms of when you can post certain things. So I'm also almost going to create like a weekly calendar so I know like what days to do what. Because um, you don't want to get kicked out, right? right and you don't want right. to seem like you're trolling and spamming. So you want to participate, play well, play good in the sandbox. You don't want to seem like me because I'm about to share about 150 <laughs> people before this show over with. Oh, right. <laughs> and we're not trying to piss nobody off. We just so, want y'all to get the information. Yeah. You need different perspectives. Absolutely. So... It's interesting. I think, you know, and especially because you're talking about Facebook, right? So all the heat that they've been getting. So they're trying to play back to the human side of Facebook because so much of the heat has been about bots and the and the hacking of the space. So they're trying to humanize it again by showing people gathering amongst themselves, which is basically what's also happening on Twitter, which has been getting heat for just the sort of like the proliferation of fake news and the, the little silos that happen on Twitter. So. so we don't have it yet, but one of our sound effects is definitely going to be share, 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 share. Right. Y'all get ready. Gonna <laughs> Next season is going to be so much fun. It, it, Y'all ain't ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got, we got at least eight buttons to put sound effects on. Right. And maybe able to double up. We just got to figure it out. Yeah. It's going to be out of control. Run that back. All right. <laughs> so mistakes happen. I'm thinking this is oopsie. Or maybe upsie. It should be oopsie. I'm going to tell you why. Oh, you're right, because it's a mistake, so it is probably oopsie. Oopsie for $5 million. Oopsie secures $5 million to build a direct-to-consumer warranty service. This is another company in South Florida. 
Uh, UCI CEO Clarence Betha has announced his startup has raised five million led by True Ventures to scale their business in the U.S. Um, now they are now there is an uh, alternative emerging a startup out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm sorry, that wasn't. A, I'm sorry, they're not from Miami. I learned about this through Refresh Miami. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yes. Uh, Call Oopsie has decided to raise war on the old warranty with more reasonable prices, typically 70% lower than what the retailer offers, and a much more modern approach to selling and maintaining the warranties. Mm-hmm. Definitely needed in the day of technology because it seems like everything breaks as soon as the warranty is up. <laughs> Listen, so I wonder if they're one of those companies that already started to send you the mailings and now they're just trying to like revamp themselves and go digital because... Mm. That's a thought. I was tired of getting that stuff in the mail. Like, oh, your warranty is up. Sign on with us and extend your warranty. Well, oopsie sounds a lot more cuter. I mean, I would at least pay attention to it like I did with this article. <laughs> and right. I did. I bought an extended warranty for my car all the way out in, I think it was Arkansas, mm. because Arizona. Different dealerships mm-hmm. sell extended warranties at different prices. Interesting. So if you have an infinity, so you don't have to do it in state. You can mm-mm. do it very cool. And because That's a lot of y'all. the dealerships do not actually have continuous pricing, like they they have variable, they have flux pricing. A mm-hmm. lot of stuff in the South Florida area due to tourism, snowbirds, yeah, and prices are higher. The prices are a lot higher. So mm-hmm. I was able to call Arizona and I got my extended warranty on my infinity for $2,000 cheaper than I was able to get it here in Florida. Me like so y'all better get into the warranty. I never did an extended warranty. My um, my my previous, the previous car, I just rolled that thing till it died on me. My car is now a teenager. It needed a warranty. <laughs> Mine was a, she was a teenager. My car is 14 years old. My first MB. So yes. Go so ahead. in these streets, Trump goes pop. <laughs> so for those of y'all who have been following Trump, and his escapades in the UK, you may have seen information about the supersized Trump balloon that um, was basically attacked yesterday by a knife-wielding Trump supporter in the UK. So the highly publicized floating orange baby was reportedly stabbed by a far-right troll, Amy Dalamura, who also called herself Based Amy. She captured the incident on her on her phone camera, and she managed to slice herself in the process. So while she was stabbing Trump baby. She stabbed herself. She cut her hand up. She got photos bleeding everywhere. Crazy. So she began yelling at anti-Trump protesters. The president of the United States is the best president ever. Shame on you. As she strolls away, she brags onlookers that I think Trump, Donald Trump's balloon is not feeling very well. And then moments later, she's apprehended by police because wielding a knife to stab things, even inanimate objects, is not welcome behavior in the UK. We, we can learn a lot from what's going on over there in the UK. So that's what's going on in these streets. And, of course, I just wanted to share it because we don't talk about him often, but I thought that was a funny story. Um, not that she cut herself in the process, but the fact that she had to pop Trump because she did not like people picking at him over there in the UK while he was visiting the royals because y'all know he think he fancy. That's what's going on in these streets. So let me get this right. Why? Trying to stab a Trump balloon, and it's a huge. It's like a baby Trump. So it's, it's he all I saw fat the baby with a Trump balloon with a diaper on. Uh-huh. Right, it's kind of big. Yeah, it's like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade balloon. Okay, in that process, she still managed to stab herself. Yeah, right. See what happens. And God, you good. do wrong. Karma will just do it for you. <laughs> you do wrong, and you get hurt in the process, <laughs> damaging them people. Property. So they call the Trump babysitters, I believe is what they're called, the the group that raised money to create this balloon. And they actually debuted when he went there before. So now they brought it back. They was like, "Uh uh-oh, you coming back? (laughs) Let's go ahead and inflate this balloon and let you know what we think of you. Ain't God good. Ain't God good. He went pop, y'all. Heads up for 2020. Can we make him go pop? So y'all remember this? Not Latoya sign. <laughs> it's right. not the Delta sign. This is for J to the Z to the now to the B. Jay Z superstar has been named the first billionaire rapper by Forbes. The media company ticked through the various businesses that Jay Z, whose real name is Sean Carter, either owns or has stake in. 
I get asked this not all the time, but I definitely get asked this question primarily at a bar, Flanagan's, or when I'm around certain people that are drunk. <laughs> oh, so you're from New York? Absolutely not. I wear a Yankees hat because of Jay-Z. As Jay-Z said in one of his lines, I bought the Yankees back. He made wearing the Yankees brands fashionable for people outside of New York. I'm not going to take away from true Yankees fans, but I haven't started buying, which I'm about to order two of them, the Plains hat mm-hmm. that Jay-Z, which is a Rock Nation logo. But I personally, I wear the uh, New York Yankees hat as a tribute to Jay-Z. As I started wearing the hat because of him, and every year, every six months, I buy a new one. Um, but just so you get a breakdown, Jay-Z has a $70 million stake in Uber. Y'all remember that money that Beyonce got when she went and performed for Uber. Right. For she stocks. Took equity. Mm-hmm. His ownership of the streaming service title, I think that's around $100 million. Uh, he has a $70 million art collection. His ownership in Rock Nation Sports Management Company, I think that's around $100 million too. Mm-hmm. The $50 million is in assorted real estate holdings and his music catalog. Then the other stuff is real big. He has uh, liquor brands and everything. Yep, Ace of Spades. But just if y'all know, and I wrote this specifically, um, just remember, they didn't recognize Hove until Annie. At that point, it was too late. He had a plan, and he had his plane, theoretically and mentally and logically. From Rockefeller to Def Jam to Rock Nation, uh, this is a vision, and this is exactly what vertical integration looks like. Vertical integration, we say that word, we've used that word, I use it consistently, is creating your own food chain from top to bottom. He books his, he has his music, he makes his music. He puts his brands into his music. He took elements of his lifestyle and he invested into those things. So instead of popping somebody else's bottles, he started buying his own bottles and making his own bottles to pop. Instead of putting his music on other people's platforms, he built and went, well, he purchased and acquired his own platform to put his music out and to put his content out. Instead of allowing other people to book him, he built his own management company and started booking his own shows so he could become his own ticket master. Mm -hmm. Vertical integration is important to the element of success. A lot of people will say to you, to be a successful person, to be rich, you have to put your hands into a lot of pots. That is true. You do have to have a lot of different endeavors. But those endeavors should be able to feed off of each other to build each other up. Yep. Vertical integration. <clears throat> and Rihanna's a really great example of that with Fenty and Savage Fenty. And by the way, if you're wondering, yes, Jay-Z is a billionaire without Beyonce's money. And as confirmed, Rihanna has more money in the bank than Beyonce. Yep. Rihanna is the highest female sort of ranked female um, musician. She and- made Forbes lists. And somebody bought up Janet Jackson. I think that money from that billionaire structured, so it doesn't really count. She didn't get it all at one time. I don't think you get to count the settlement. But yeah, Janet did well with that divorce. She took them three years. Um, from the peach to the orange, film incentives just got added back to Lurian Productions in Miami. Yeah. Miami Dade is trying to become even more attractive for the Tim uh, film TV and film productions voting Tuesday to reduce minimum requirements for rebates, tax rebates for filming here. Um, the change comes less than two years after the county set up uh, the Miami Dade TV film and entertainment production and centers program, funneling a hundred thousand dollar tax refunds to qualifying productions. I'm really curious to know how this pairs up with what's going on. No pun intended, by the way, but how this pairs up with what's going on in Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. The county created a second incentive for tier targeting of smaller projects. The two tier structure will get production spending at least one million in Miami Dade, a maximum tax refund of $100,000, and those spending more than $500,000, but less than one million, a maximum of $50,000. Uh, so some of the Extra requirements is they have to make sure they're using no fewer than 20% of county residents as a principal cast and crew for the production spending $500,000 to $1 million, using no fewer than 40% of residents as principal cast for the crew of $1 million and up production, hiring at least 70% of Miami-Dade registered businesses as vendors and contractors down from the 80% previously. 
I'm not sure how that pairs with the tax incentives and what's being given in Georgia, but the yeah. reason why you say from peaches to oranges is due to the abortion bill that is online in Georgia, Netflix and a lot of large production companies have started talking about leaving Georgia. Georgia. Mm -hmm. And where else can you go where you can, don't have to just come to Miami and South Florida to do the flyovers, but you can get city scenes, country, country scenes, scenes yep. wood scenes, beach, beach scenes in swamp. one location, swamp and everything. Yeah. You know, I know it's Aren't not doing you? that good right now. Uh, what is that? The, the little dead people show that everybody like? Dead. What you Walk, mean? Walking, Walking Dead. dead. Mm -hmm. Walking Dead may not look that good on the beach, but when I went for my where I went for my birthday with the right lighting <laughs> and do Walking Dead just north of Orlando. What's your alligator in Look, once you get north of Orlando, it's a whole different whole world. Other. That's South Georgia. South Florida is it's like comparing New York to New Jersey. It's just not the same. Not the same. It is or, not the same. Or New York City to up, upper state New York. Not the same. So I'm curious to see how this works. But so when will I see when they see us? We was just talking about this yep. pre-show. Um, from my associate producer, our associate producer, mm -hmm. the notes from the associate producer reads, and I quote, I haven't and I won't be watching for my own mental health and sanity. I know a lot of people share the same feelings, but from my perspective, without even watching, I see the following positives coming out. I plan on watching it. Yeah, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it because uh, LeVar Burton from The Roots said that uh, when they see us is just as important mm -hmm. as um, Roots was. In mm -hmm. his day and time. So I'm going to watch it. It's going to be painful. Yeah, no, I think it's important I might to need watch. to order in and not go out for a couple of days, right. but I'm going to watch it. And maybe taking in doses too, right? Don't try to consume the whole thing at once because it's, I know it's going to be emotionally taxing. So you could pause and come back to it. Like We're going to get our associate producer to watch it, but it is painful for some people. There's a lot. Yeah. And, uh, of course. Uh, Especially if you're a parent. Daniel grew up in you know, in New York. So mm -hmm. she's up in that area. So these things happen around that time. So, but I think this is the positive outcome besides canceling that bitch. Um, <laughs> knowledge. The series is shedding light on a real story that impacted an entire city and its residents. Many people today have heard about the Central Park Five and have a basic understanding of the story. But Ava is exposing the entire story to a whole new audience. And first, Mm. If you watch any of Ava's production and just what she does, uh, what's oh, the Queen, Queen Sugar? Sugar? Like mm -hmm. her storytelling skills are just yeah. first of all storytelling and her uh, use cinematic. of video. Yeah, her cinematic views are just yep. artistic. It's like watching art in motion. Right, but um, to that point though, I wonder how many other people are actually going to watch it. So we know we are going to watch it, right? But how many others? I've seen about 10 people say they want to watch it and they can't watch it. But I've also seen some people say just because it's Ava, they're going to turn on Netflix and have it streaming in the background. Are these, but they are just these others? So other people who are not oh, the global the majority? Other others, the, the other others. The, uh, I don't, who probably actually need to watch it because mm, one of the conversations that's been about the Central about Park part. 5 is that because they are, they've been branded the Central Park Five, you no longer identify them as individuals. So what this kind of did was it allows you to see them as people and not a group of thugs or whatever um, that you know Donald Trump trying to paint them as. So I was about we to say we talking that. about the heat on Linda. What what about the heat on Trump? For he took out a full page ad. Yeah, he. It's not like he was a lawyer or an attorney or it affected one of his properties. No. So right. the conversation of systematic racism and inequalities in the judicial system are now front and center, which they should be. Mm -hmm. Even though decades have passed, Linda Fairstein, isn't that just an ironic name? Because ain't nothing fair about this lady. The lead prosecutor is being dragged. Congratulations, you deserve it. It was about 17 consecutive cuss words that came after I said you deserved it. Um, although she won't ever face criminal charges because she was just a prosecutor for her actions, 
She's currently being published by society. She's currently being punished mm -hmm. uh, by society for her actions. Accountability is very important. She has also had to resign from her board of her alma mater. She's had to resign from one of her boards of her nonprofits. And she deleted her Twitter account. Is, this woman had the audacity to write children's books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was making money telling stories. <laughs> and she was writing fictional stories right. about prosecutions of the same kind of things that she went through. Yeah. They are currently calls for a boycott of her books and a canceled Linda Fairstein movement is on social media. Linda, you don't even mm. deserve today's ignorance because you're just today's hate. There's, there's no way to walk this back. We know what you did to those boys. And we I'm pretty sure even with the first 48 out of the little bit we see, there's a lot that they have to edit out. And there's a lot of practices that have probably been contained because now it's on camera. But you had DNA evidence. And then, and I, I, I didn't want to step into this, so I'm not going to go too deep. But mm -hmm. all the way down to the victim that wants to reopen the case files just to make sure the truth is the truth. You had a confession, DNA evidence, and the man's bodily mm -hmm. fluids all over you but yet you still want to make sure the boys, he was a serial rapist and you're still trying to see if these five grown men that lost their childhood was involved. How selfish are you? She's trying to say that in the face. He admitted to it. He was a, the, the, it was the same MO, the same pattern. It wasn't like these young boys had internet back then and they was able to Google the pattern and the behavior. Five young men that had nothing to do with this. This man confessed the DNA exonerated them, but you still want to make sure? What are you making sure of? And then it was also supposed to be that you don't remember anything. So how is this going to help you remember anything that you didn't remember in the first place? Just let it go and leave these men alone. Yeah. And like somebody else said, maybe you should meet them. And maybe you should apologize and maybe you should empathize with what they lost with their whole life because of right. what they went through because they were men of color in New York. Have some of your proceeds from your books. Go to them. Right. And the fact that you was upset because they got a settlement of $40 million, they lost their life for pennies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would give back that $40 million if they could go back to that day and racism and, and systematic prejudices was not in place and they could erase that day and they could have lived their life. Whether they end up dying another way, being poor, whatever, I'm pretty sure that $40 million is not going to replace what they went through not as at all. men. That's period. priceless. And one thing that I wanted to kind of talk about, too, with the idea of watching it or not watching it is that, so there's the idea of Sankofa, right? being able to go back to your past in order to move forward. And as painful as it is, it's important for us to acknowledge and be aware of our past because history repeats itself. So if we don't pay attention to what happened to those young men, we cannot properly equip our children to know how to handle those situations because it's tactics. They know exactly what they're doing. It's a system with infrastructure that has specific tactics to put our kids in those situations to where they can easily take a plea bargain. And it's, it's a whole system. So if you're unaware of what goes on because it's too painful to watch, then you're not going to be aware of what's going on in order to say, like, if this happens to you, do this. If this happens to you, you know, have those conversations. My son is a little bit too young, but I want to watch it. So then that way I know about what happened to them and I know their story because it's important for us to do that. Yes, it's painful. We know it. But until we shine a light on it, you know, you, when you talk about cuts or bruises or anything, you have to expose them to air for them to heal. We got to give these things air. We need to expose them to light. Let it be seen. As painful as it is, let it be seen. Let it be heard. So that's what I have to say about that. Y'all should watch it. And especially those, just because it's not your community, these people don't look like you, you especially need to watch it. Because it's easy for you to be dismissive or feel detached because you're, you're not familiar. You don't know the other side of it. But that's where empathy comes in. And until you take an understanding approach to really 
capturing and feeling what that is. And I'm sure Ava did an awesome job. And I've already heard some people, some commentary about it, about how she sort of tells a story. I guess there's a scene maybe when they were sort of being arrested or something was going on. And then like it kind of like closes in and then you just hear them or they're watching someone playing the trumpet. And you think about how they were probably in that situation. They started to zone out because it was too chaotic and it was too painful. So think about it when you're in something and you start to zone out because you just want to be in a happier or a better place. So I can just only imagine how she just told that story in a very humanizing way. And I think that's important to watch. So founder and president of Subcarrier Communications Incorporated, John Pileski, that just said those hoodlums were guilty as hell. I would love to meet Ooh, you in person, sir. Listen. I hope you didn't think I was just going to let that comment slide because you made that. Brian, Brian Breslin, your friend that's in your group. Maria, your friend that is in your group. John Pileski that just made the comment. And oh, I on quote. On this video that we shoot yes, right now? Those hoodlums were guilty as hell. Sir, who in the hell are you calling hoodlums? See, that's the problem. I'm, I hope you're continuing to watch <laughs> the show at this point because the base, now you are today's ignorance. Even though there's DNA evidence and somebody else confessed, Ugh. the basis of your kind of racism is exactly what we're still dealing with in America today. And I don't even know if you're American. You kind of look Russian if we're going to go ahead and just start calling people out with your arch eyebrows. I can't believe you just had the audacity to type what you just typed and to call these grown men Listen, hoodlums. I say thank you for typing that because now people know who you are. We know exactly who you are. So I will I will make sure for those that are using your services and they are working with you, founder and president of Subcarrier Communications Incorporated. Mm. You know a tree by the fruit that it bears. J-O-H-N-P-A-L-E-S-K-I. Wow. Facebook.com forward slash P-A-L-E-S-K-I, Pileski. Let's just make sure we know exactly who you're talking about in case somebody else happens to have your name. That's insane. I don't even have to do today's ignorance. You just provided it for me. <laughs> this is why we still need to watch this movie. This, this is, is why exactly, people are still going through it. You Literally. just proved the point of what yeah. we are talking about. Wow. Oh, it is so easy for people to be dismissive of other people's lives. But let that happen to you or to one of your family members. You be out here fighting tooth and nail. First to of get all, them hold, on, hold on, hold on. Since you want to do this, sir, I'm, I'm happy to entertain you. First of all, they didn't admit to it. They were coerced into their yeah. conversations and they were put into it. That's what's going on with Linda. Secondly, out wilding as actually meaning out having a good time going berserk was back in the day chilling with your friends having a good time it was not committing rape and, first and of trying all, to kill a woman oh my god stole her walkman and admitted to following her breast they didn't admit to another her that would coerce into a conversation have you even watched it won't you read the actual reports before you make ignorant comments and claims of something that has affected somebody's life and you know what? Listen, so my thing is, is that, <laughs> so black boys are not able to be black boys in America. They are automatically treated like men. White boys can do things like wilding. They can have crazy nights and not sit there and be held accountable for years for what they were doing. Just like Mike said, wilding out. Nick Cannon has a show called Wilding Out. And what are they doing? They're playing the dozens on TV. Understand the vernacular. So if you want to hold someone accountable for what they're saying and then just use that as your basis for then prosecuting them and throwing them away in jail, like, stop it, sir. <laughs> you have, can we shut this thing down? <laughs> just cancel that. All of that. That is insane. John Pileski, all I'm going to do for you is let you know, if you want to know oh. the definition of a defined rapist that got away with rape, his name is Brock Turner. Brock Turner is what you call a rapist. He got caught by two men raping an unconscious woman, and the judge let him off because he was a good athlete and they didn't want to ruin his life. He got caught in the act of rape. Brock Turner, that kind of looks a little bit like you, that's a hoodlum, that's a thug, that's a rapist. Mm. Try me again on a better day. Moving on to some positive. <laughs> I want to give a shout out. <laughs> Art is thou. <laughs> the leader of the Smithsonian's African American Museum to uh, direct the entire institution. So just know, heralded for the successes of the museum he's led from I do to Fred and Lonnie G. Bunch is 
the Lonnie G. Bunch the, the third, third, by the way, mm-hmm. is the first African American to lead the Smithsonian Institution. That's what's up. Congratulations. Is, congratulations, Lonnie. You did a great Black job. Excellent. I am so excited to get up there to Washington, oh, D.C. Uh, we was there when they launched. We was able to help with uh, Aaron Saunders. He built the app for the museum. That was such an exciting time. So I just think that was great. I'm over here deep breathing from that I, <laughs> conversation. <laughs> To carry on. Sorry. <laughs> um, just a side note for some people, the hybrid cloud, everything you know about the hybrid cloud, look into it. The hybrid cloud is a $63 billion market that um, Amazon is now getting into, even though it shunned it away. So look into that. Mm-hmm. And also just some information for me to take in the last black man, San Francisco's fading black presence captured on film. The creators of The Last Black Man in San Francisco uh, doesn't berudge the tech migrants who have moved to their hometown, but it laminates and it highlights the loss of the rich history in San Francisco. A lot of people may not know that was a very diverse place, especially yep. due to the Navy and everything that was there. Yep. But that is a great documentary. And um, mostly, most of the time, I would... I would close out this beautiful show uh, doing today's ignorance. But we already had it. But we had the ignorance for today. Um, My my only thing is going to be I'm going to tag Brian Breslin, which is a great friend of mine that is the Mm. founder of... uh, Yeah, I believe Brian and I, we went to middle school together. Yeah. Shout out to Carver Middle. Um, I'm not (laughs) saying he should be blocked or... But maybe he should just be deleted from Refresh Miami because we don't need that kind of group in here. Just don't need that. But uh, we have one more show, so we are actually going to do a special thing. We're going to take in requests for topics and things mm-hmm. you guys want to send in. So we're going to shut down for the summer as we start uh, redirecting, and we're going to have a little bit of a different setup. We're hoping by the time we come back, we yep. will have grown and we will be in our grow CEO spaces. Uh, so you might have a different background, a little bit of a different energy, more beer and more chicken wings for sure. Uh, but we look forward to it. So, yeah. So leave those comments below. Hey. That's Mike. That's Toya. And this, and this is, is Tech Beats and Bites. Bites.